This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, January 3rd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. New Congress begins with uncertainty. USDA to aid climate markets. And lawmakers offer 2023 trade priorities. New Congress begins with uncertainty. Rules changes. The new Congress opens today with Republicans taking charge of the U.S. House. Now, the big question is whether California Republican Kevin McCarthy can make the concessions needed to win the speakership. Nine right-wing Republicans, more than enough to sink McCarthy's bid, said over the New Year's weekend he hasn't gone far enough to meet their demands. On the other side, a group of Republicans who represent swing districts say they won't support anyone for Speaker but McCarthy. That group includes David Valadeo and John Duarte, both farmers from California's Central Valley, and House Ag Committee member Don Bacon of Nebraska. Now take note, House Republicans will be making a series of rules changes, including one that requires any increased spending to be offset by cuts in other programs. Republicans are also ending proxy voting on the House floor and making it harder for hearing witnesses to testify remotely. New Year, New WOTUS Rule. The Biden administration ended 2022 by releasing yet a new definition of what land and water features fall under the jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act. The future of the new waters of the U.S. rule almost certainly lies in the courts, especially as the Supreme Court already has a pending case with WOTUS implications. Critics of the rule acknowledged EPA clarified some agriculture exemptions, but said it introduces additional uncertainty in some areas. Ted McKinney, CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture, calls the rule a statement of federal overreach that ignores states' authority to regulate interstate water quality and the Clean Water Act statutory mandate for cooperative federalism. McKinney was USDA Undersecretary for Trade during the Trump administration. Take note, the rule aligns with USDA on the treatment of prior converted cropland, which would remain exempt from CWA jurisdiction as long as the property stays in agriculture use. Many farm groups opposed tying the exemption to continued ag usage. USDA gets authorization to aid climate markets. The Growing Climate Solutions Act and a reauthorization of EPA's pesticide registration process are now law. Both were included in the massive year-ending package President Joe Biden signed into law on Thursday. The package also funds the government for the rest of the fiscal 23. The climate bill authorizes USDA to oversee the registration of farm technical advisors and carbon credit verification services. The incoming House Ag Committee Chairman, Pennsylvania Republican Glenn G.T. Thompson, insisted on changes to the bill. But the chief Senate sponsor of the bill, Mike Braun of Indiana, told AgriPulse he's okay with the modifications. 
The changes did not alter the essence of the bill, which is using the Farm Service Agency as a portal for farmers to be able to make some sense out of how smaller landowners would hook up with carbon offset markets, Braun said. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Mexico, again, largest importer of U.S. corn in weekly report. The Mexican government is still in talks with the U.S. over a potential ban on genetically modified corn. But the country was, again, the largest buyer and importer of U.S. corn in the latest weekly report released by USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The U.S. shipped about a million metric tons of corn during the week of December 16 to 22nd, and Mexico was by far the largest destination. Mexico imported almost 442,000 tons during the week, outshadowing Chinese imports of over 278,000 tons. As to purchases, FAS reports that Mexican buyers contracted for over 463,000 tons, more than half of the total U.S. sales of over 781,000 tons for the seven-day period. Departing lawmakers offer 2023 trade priorities. Democratic Representative Ron Kind of Wisconsin and Republican Senator Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania may be done casting their votes on Capitol Hill, but the pair hopes a set of proposed trade priorities could garner bipartisan backing from their now former colleagues. Congress, they say, needs to assert its authority over the ability to impose tariffs and maintain free trade agreements, as well as collectively press the Biden administration to include market access provisions in any new trade packs. It's time that Congress steps up to the plate and works together to use the powers granted by our Constitution to collaboratively shape U.S. trade policy, Kind said in a statement. The U.S. can't afford to walk away from the global stage and see leadership in the growing global economy. The 108th Congress should work together on a bipartisan consensus to create trade policies that open new markets for American farmers, workers, and businesses. U.N. Taliban ban on female aid workers impacting aid. The Taliban government's latest restriction on women is a ban on allowing them to participate in emergency aid efforts. But the United Nations says it's going to continue to try to help those in need there. U.N. Resident Coordinator in Afghanistan, Ramiz Alakbarov, says the ban is taking a major toll on aid work. Women make up as much as 30% of the workforce for those providing aid in the country. Many of the positions they fill, such as health care and family services, cannot be replaced by men. 
There are also time-sensitive efforts like distributing seeds and building shelters that will be disrupted by the ban, says Alakbarov, who added that the U.N. is being forced into a position of discriminating against women, which goes against a core tenet of the agency. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, January 3rd, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.